Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome uh, back to the podcast here today. Uh, I just wanted to um, talk to you today about uh, ROTC program visits, and uh, that is going to uh, ROTC programs to learn more about ROTC uh, before your actual interview uh, with the program. And so um, just to review uh, how the ROTC interview process works, uh, and I'll just break it out into uh, the different uh, uh, programs. Army ROTC, you can do your interview uh, at any ROTC program nationwide. So you have complete flexibility to decide when and where you do uh, your interview. For Navy, is the same as Army. You choose the program you want to do the uh, interview at, and you do the interview there. For, for uh, Air Force, you have to do the interview at your ROTC program that is closest to the address that you list on your application. So that is where you are required to do your interview. And then finally, for the Marine Corps, Navy ROTC Marine Corps option, you must do the, uh, the interview with a Marine recruiter, and they schedule that uh, on their own uh, separately. So you do not do the Marine Corps option interview at an ROTC program. You do it with the, the Marine recruiters. So... Given that, you know uh, that you're either in control of the ROTC uh, interview and where you do it, or for the Air Force ROTC, you're going to be forced to do it at your closest Air Force ROTC uh, program. So let's just assume you're looking at doing this uh, interview in uh, for the October board. Uh, that's uh, in October. And so the October boards normally meet in the third week in October, and you have to get the interview done usually by the first or at the latest, the second week uh, in October. And so it's now September, and you um, have some time to learn more about ROTC uh, before you do the actual interview. Well, you know, my recommendation to you is to visit these ROTC programs ahead of time, ahead of your interview, so they get to know you you get to know them, you get to learn more about uh, the ROTC program, you get to learn more about ROTC. And, you know, in the case of Army and Navy, you get to go there and see if you're going to get a halfway decent interview, because there may be some programs uh, that you go there you and you visit the program and you may get a lukewarm reception or they may be disengaged. Uh, not every ROTC program is a good ROTC program to do an interview at. You're going to do your interview for Army ROTC with the professor of military science. And with Navy, it may be the uh, professor of uh, naval science, but it may not be. But you want to go there and check out the program and see if you know they're receptive to you. See if they're uh, a place that's going to uh, you know, give you a halfway decent interview? Are they engaged? Are they excited to have you there? Are they uh, people that, you know, that uh, seemingly care about the program and are going to, you know, when you when they sit down with you and evaluate you are going to be uh, ones that are going to, um, you know, give you uh, a halfway decent shake. 
And the only way you know that is to go to the program and to check it out. Now, for Air Force ROTC, uh, you know you have to do it at the program that's closest to where you live. So you need to figure that out, and you know you're going to be forced to go there no matter how good or bad the ROTC program is there. So you better get over there and get to know the people over there, uh, you know, get, learn more about Air Force ROTC, get to know uh, the cadre, get to know the, uh, you know, interview some cadets and, and establish a good relationship uh, with them before the interview. Now, when, he, when should you do this? You should do this, you know, as soon as possible, uh, you know, but, you know, it takes some time to establish this relationship. So you're looking at, you know, I would say, you know, that you're looking at a month out that you're going to try to do these, this kind of get to know the program better types of uh, interviews or uh, visits to these programs. If you do your interview, say in the second week in October, I would say the latest that you'd want to do this is uh, the last week in September and preferably before the last week in September, because you don't want to do this too close to your interview because it seems it would seem contrived, uh, you know, just going to in a uh, visit and then the next week doing an interview. So you're going to want to back this thing off a little bit uh, so that uh, so that you can establish the relationship so that when you actually do the interview, it seems natural and not one where, you know, you just visited the week before just to check things out and then do the interview um, the next week. So, um, so another, you know, other than checking out the program and checking out, you know, the cadre and checking out the uh, cadets and kind of getting, you know, building that relationship and not having to go into to that interview cold, which is the last thing you want to do. You definitely do not want to go into these interviews cold where the first time that the ROTC program people um, uh, see you is when you do the interview. You definitely want to go in ahead of time. But the, I mean, I think the other reason that you want to do uh, these uh, visits ahead of time is to build your knowledge of ROTC as well as, you know, talk to officers and learn more about what officership is like in, in their service. Remember that the cadre there are active duty and have spent time in the service doing the things that you may be interested in in their particular service. So you can learn a lot about the Army, Navy, Air Force by going to the program and learning more, more about that. And if you're going to be doing a Marine interview, I think going to a Navy ROTC program and talking to the Marines uh, officers and non-commissioned officers there is, will help you learn more about what life would be like as a Marine Corps officer. And you can use this experience and the interviews that you uh, do at the ROTC program or the orientation sessions to learn more about the service and use them in your essays uh, and your interviews. Well, the second thing about uh, going to ROTC programs ahead of time is that you can learn more about ROTC itself. You can learn more about what the requirements are what the uh, struggles that ROTC uh, cadets and midshipmen have. What are they, uh, you know, what are the academic requirements? What are the physical requirements uh, and things like that? And you can gain insights in that way too. And you can use these insights on your essays as well as back into your interview. Because when they interview you, they're going to ask you, uh, why do you want to be an officer? 
why do you, what do you know about ROTC? And through a visit, you can educate yourself better than just simply uh, going to, uh, you know, going to the internet and doing some research, you know, so the visits really um, solve uh, multiple uh, issues that you would have before you actually do your ROTC interview. It gets you to know the cadre and the person that is likely going to interview you, as well as educate you about ROTC and the service in general. So I would definitely not go to an ROTC interview without actually having visited the program ahead of time and learn more about it uh, at least once, if not more, before you do the actual interview. Now, finally, let's just talk a little bit about what your uh, what you should do at this interview. So, um, so you should email the program ahead of time. Tell them that you're interested in uh, learning more about ROTC, that you'd like to uh, you know meet with with uh, with a cadre member and perhaps interview uh, or talk to some cadets or midshipmen to learn more about um, ROTC. So you send an email and then you set up a time. Uh, when you get ready to go and you've agreed to a time at the ROTC program, then dress in business casual, uh, uh, uniform, business casual. I wouldn't wear a suit and tie, but I'd wear maybe a, uh, or, you know, a, dra- a fancy dress. What I would wear is, um, you know, kind of a non-tie, don't wear a tie if you're a male, uh, but wear something, you know, maybe a button-down shirt if you're a male, uh, a blouse if you're a female, uh, and be presentable uh, to when you go. I would say that, you know, what you want to do in these interviews is you want to be uh, enthusiastic at all times. So you want to be enthusiastic about ROTC. You want to uh, let them know that you're, you know, that you're excited about the possibility of going, of becoming a ROTC cadet or midshipman, and that you're there to learn as much as you can possibly about, uh, about the program, about what are, what cadets and midshipmen do, uh, what specialties there are in the uh, service that you're going to be going into, uh, what officers do in, in the military. Uh, and, uh, you know, you should ask pointed questions like uh, a great question you can always ask is, you know, what can I do uh, between now and when I become a cadet in ROTC or a midshipman in ROTC between now and when I come on the campus in the fall to be the best prepared cadet or midshipman that I can be. Another great question is, uh, what, uh, what additional things can I, that are available in ROTC to do beyond just the classes? You know, is there summer training that I can participate in because I'm really interested in that? Is there like extracurricular activities that ROTC does beyond the class uh, that I can do uh, to become more involved? Uh, So you can ask those type of questions that show that enthusiasm, that show that uh, desire to become part of the ROTC program. There is nothing to be gained by being negative, by uh, asking a bunch of, um, you know, uh, questions about, you know, how long you have to serve and things like that, because that indicates, you know, that, you know, you may be, you know, uh, hedging your bets or maybe not, maybe a person who's perhaps not fully interested in ROTC. Uh, You know, if you start asking a lot of questions about, you know, how long you have to serve, how much does a scholarship pay? Do I have to pay back the scholarship if I uh, drop out of the program? 
and things like that. I mean, there's really nothing, frankly, to be gained uh, in these uh, sessions by, you know, not smiling, not being enthusiastic, uh, or asking questions that may indicate that you're not fully uh, all in with ROTC. So this should be an enthusiastic, smiling, the type of, uh, of attitude you should have is that uh, I would run through a brick wall to be a ROTC cadet or midshipman. And that should be the attitude you have. Do not bring your parents to this, uh, to this interview. Uh, you should be going into this interview on your, uh, standing on your own two feet, showing the uh, cadre uh, that you, it is you who is committed to the ROTC. Uh, now, if your parents want to come at the end, of your uh, time that you have for the uh, visit in order to ask a few questions and then, then they can do that. But you need to be out front and you need to be the person who's signaling to the ROTC cadre that it's your decision to come to ROTC to be a cadet or midshipman. And it's not your parents who are making uh, this decision. So, um, I know I've covered uh, some of these points in a previous podcast, but I wanted to reiterate um, these points here today and, you know, and to kind of reinforce to you the importance of these visits, okay, in, in building up a relationship with these ROTC programs so that when you actually go in and do your interview, you'll be ready to go. And the importance of smiling, being enthusiastic, and giving them the signal that you're excited about starting ROTC and that you want to learn everything that you poss possibly uh, can. Uh, and I think, you know, by doing that, by smiling, by being positive, enthusiastic, uh, and, and someone who clearly wants to be a part of the ROTC program, you'll make that positive first impression so that when you come back, and do your interview with the ROTC program, they'll be positively inclined towards you and be more uh, inclined, the whoever interviews you at the ROTC program, to give you that good interview that's going to be that's going to be very, very important to determining whether or not you get a scholarship or not. So hopefully uh, what uh, I, I gave you today uh, you can use and is, and, uh, is uh, informative. And uh, we'll see you next time uh, on the podcast.